This is Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trained youth to harness the power of media. I'm Andrew Rivera. And I'm Sammy Saad. It has been one year since the Trump administration began. In that time, the resistance has also gained strength through activism and organizing. Tonight, we'll speak with Carlos Canteras from Progress Now, New Mexico, to reflect on a year of resistance to oppression and actions yet to come to New Mexico. In honor of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., we will listen to one of his most inspiring speeches. And we'll keep you up to date on more opportunities for community action. To help capture the spirit of resistance, here's Revolution by Nina Simone. Carlos Contreras is the community engagement strategist for Progress Now New Mexico. He's also a poet, community organizer, and local artist. He joins us tonight to talk about the upcoming Progressive Action Summit here in Albuquerque. Here is GJ's radio producer, Katie Zuni, with Carlos, who shares more about this event and what resistance in New Mexico has looked like. My name is Kateri Zuni, and today I'm speaking with Carlos Contreras. Carlos is an Albuquerque activist who is currently the community engagement strategist for Progress Now New Mexico. Carlos, welcome to Generation Justice. Will you please tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Uh, I am a working artist, uh, organizer, and father here in, in Albuquerque. Um, I've been in Albuquerque my entire life. I was born and raised here. Uh, art has been something that I've been heavily involved in in the art scene in Albuquerque. Uh, that has lent to me being involved in a number of other areas and scenes uh, in our city. And uh, the one that we're focusing on right now happens to be uh, in the area of organizing and activism. So I work for Progress Now New Mexico currently as a community engagement strategist. Um, and my job is simply to put a community-facing uh, voice and face on progress now that interacts with folks in different communities across Albuquerque to figure out what their needs are, uh, what resources they need access to, uh, what messaging they want uh, by way of, of politics and news and legislation and things that affect their daily lives. My job is to interact with those folks and, and meet them where they're at in their communities. And can you talk a little bit more about the work as a whole at Progress Now? Sure. Um, you know, the work that Progress Now New Mexico does is super layered and, and varied in nature. Um, we are part of a national brand, so there are 27 other organizations across the nation that wear the Progress Now brand. Uh, and so we work on our own uh, to lend to transparency, fairness, um, ethical practices in politics and in the political world and realm. We are a bipartisan advocacy and communications firm, which means we also lend our efforts uh, in in the way of news and media making to other nonprofit organizations. Uh, we champion different causes across the board as far as progressive politics is concerned and support different communities that, that need our support for sake of equity, visibility, and access. Oh, perfect. It's been almost exactly a year since the Trump administration has taken over in Washington. In terms of fostering the resistance... 
What has that year been like for New Mexico? <laughs> uh, I think if we ask that question to everybody out there listening, you'd get a million different answers, right? Um, but but a lot of us would would hit on some of the same notes, and that that's just that it's been a very unpredictable year. It's been a very um, trying year. It's been a year that that I think folks wake up every day looking for a little bit of hope. Um, you know, 365 days under this administration has not been easy. Uh, it's been full of surprises, um, riddled with some different victories along the sides of, of, of the things that we all champion on the end of progressive politics and, and, and change in our communities. So, um, you know, I think one of the big things to think about in this year that we've all dealt with is is that the, the election going the way it did has, at the very least, uh, catalyzed communities. It has, has brought people together. It's motivated people who never before we're organizing or organizing now. Um, folks are looking for points of access uh, to, to be heard, to be seen in our in our communities. There's a whole lot of people coming out of the woodwork that want to lend to our efforts, right, that want to volunteer, that want to get involved. So so we've seen a year of, of some very encouraging things by way of gathering momentum, gathering energy and steam, and looking ahead to, to 2018, 2019, 2020. What does the future look like for New Mexico? So it's been an interesting year, but one that is preparing us for maybe a better year in 2018 let's just say that right i think we can we can all hope for that for sure um so you know part of those those steps to come into the next year is this progressive summit that you're gearing up for can you tell us more about that absolutely i'd be happy to uh and thank you for the opportunity to do so um january 20th at the Albuquerque Convention Center, uh, starting at 8 a.m. with registration. Uh, doors are going to crack for registration at 8 a.m. Uh, the event will start right about 9 o'clock. I encourage folks to go online and get your tickets now. That just helps us at the doors. Uh, you can do that by finding Progress Now on Facebook. Uh, there's a dedicated website. It's uh, www.resist012018.com. Again, resist012018.com. Uh, 8.30 to 4.30 is going to be the largest day of action in New Mexico, basically. So uh, you have what is going to be over two dozen uh, presentations on uh, issues in our community by area experts, by, by organizational heads talking about, you know, uh, things like the opioid epidemic in New Mexico, uh, tapping the permanent uh, fund for early childhood education, different approaches or alternative approaches to economic development, uh, how to win at organizing. So if you're a community organizer looking to, or somebody to get looking to get into community organizing, how do you do that and do it effectively? Uh, how does New Mexico as a state approach clean and renewable energy? Uh, how do we get big money out of politics? Uh, looking at public financing in campaigns and what does that look like? Um, immigrant worker rights, uh, taking care of unsheltered populations in our in our city. There's a place for everyone to plug in, right? So if you're sitting out there and you're you're thinking, oh, that's a political forum or that's a political event, um, really this is aiming to make the political personal. And this is aiming to say, okay, if you're out there in New Mexico and you are a young person, a person of voting age, um, somebody that already community organizes or somebody that is none of those things, but this is still catching your ear, uh, there's a place to be on January 20th, and that's the Albuquerque Convention Center for this Progressive Action Summit. Um, there's a whole host of collaborating and coordinating organizations, so Progress Now are not the only folks doing lifting. Uh, our Progressive Alliance partners in America Votes um, and the Center for Civic Policy are helping. We have organizations like Olay, Working Families Party, 
Equality New Mexico, SWAP, um, Drug Policy Alliance, uh, El Centro de Igualidad y Derechos, uh, and the list kind of goes on. They're all helping put this thing together. So we'll be like welcome to our day by, uh, unless something comes up, the Secretary of State, uh, Maggie Toulouse-Oliver, Hector Balderas, our Attorney General, Acting Attorney General, our brand new mayor is going to speak, and there's a catch there, uh, but you'll have to come to the event to see that. But thank you, Tim Keller, for helping us out. And uh you know, a successful progressive action summit for me, and I think for those that have helped co- coordinate it, is if we could have uh, just a very diverse and across the board representation of New Mexicans in the room. So young people, children, I have a two-year-old, I would love to bring her if she's <laughs> if she's able to around nap time. But, you know, just, just uh, people of all ages, races, earning levels, uh, and even political affiliations, people from both sides. We need a group of people in the room that that speak to the diversity that New Mexico possesses as a state, um, because when we have all of those opinions, we get closer to a solution. Why is something like the Progressive Summit critical at this moment in our state? You know, I think think things like uh, the Progressive Action Summit – I don't know that their their critical nature ever wanes, right? Like I think that that taking action in your community, being aware of what resources are there or that your community is lacking is always something that you should have in mind and and should ping a sense of urgency in just about every one of us. Uh, But we're busy and we're working hard and we're all out there just trying to feed our families. And so so we can kind of lose sight of the bigger picture, right? But but we're at a pivotal point in, in New Mexico. I think there are some decisions. Uh, I think there's about a thousand of us out there because there's a thousand seats that day that should should agree that that we're we're at a point where we need to make some changes and change the decision making and approaches. Um, I said it before that I think uh, in these kind of instances when you're talking about what we're talking about, all the issues we're facing, uh, politics becomes personal. So I'd like people to think about that. Um, if you've never been political before, just think about the way your personal life is impacted every day by some things in your community. Uh, and then realize those are political issues that, that could be changed by way of legislation and engagement at a, at a municipal level. Thank you. Thank you. Can you, again, share where folks can get more information about it? Absolutely. So, again, uh, Progress Now New Mexico, we have a Facebook page. You can find us on Facebook. In our events section, you'll find this particular event and the ticket link. But it is a collaboratively coordinated event, so we do have a summit-specific website as well, um, and that is www.resist012018.com. There you'll find just a whole host of information, uh, descriptions on panels and workshops, the ticket link, of course, um, and we'll continue to roll information out on that platform. So you can find us in a number of places. There are some of our listeners who don't have regular internet access. Sure. Is there a phone number that folks can call? The easiest number uh, would be to call me uh, as your community engagement strategist. So we'll just put that out there. That's 505-554-0186. Again, 505-554-0186. You likely will get an answering machine. And uh, just leave me a message. We'll get you a call back. And... Carlos, is there anything else that you would like to add? You know, I would say this. If there are some community organizers out there, business owners, uh, you know, philanthropists, whatever you may be, if there's somebody out there that's saying, hey, I want to be there and I want to make sure some folks, a whole group of folks can get there too that maybe won't aren't able to afford it. If you'd like to 
purchase a block of tickets to sponsor free seats at this thing, uh, please, again, uh, you can email me, carlos at progressnownm.org, carlos at progressnownm.org, or call 554-0186, and we'll set you up with a sponsorship package to be able to do that as well. Cool. That's awesome. Um, I want to thank you for taking the time to come and speak with us and to get the word out about you know, these critical issues and also what folks can do about it. It's always really a pleasure to meet people in the community who are actually doing the work. So thank you again. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for, for creating the platform to share the information. And we just hope uh, a number of folks will share that space to get closer to a solution for New Mexico and a, and a brighter future for New Mexicans going into 2018. Thanks. Thanks. For Generation Justice, I'm Katerie Zuni. Thank you, Carlos, for creating a space for many to feel comfortable. Your passion in art and dedication in the improvement of our community has not only inspired me, but hopefully our listeners. Carlos, thanks for joining us. He chose his next song, and it's an example of the art that new Mexicans create. Here's Dear Colin, performed by Albuquerque's first poet, laureate, and advisor to GJ, Hakeem Bellamy. It is produced by Colin Hazelbaker. In his speech about Funtown, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. described his children's wish to go to a segregated amusement park. He speaks of the pain he felt trying to explain why they weren't allowed to go. Now we'll listen to Funtown. to ride to the airport with me. She says to me so often, Daddy, you just go over and over and over again. And so one of the ways she consoles herself in the fact that her daddy has to be away so much is to ride to the airport whenever I'm going in or coming back into town or going out of town. And she can do it if she isn't in school. As we pass on the expressway going to the airport in Atlanta, we pass by what is known as Fun Town. Now this is an amusement center where little children go to play and where they go for recreation, something like Disneyland and something like the very fine amusement centers across the country for young people. And as we pass fun town so often in the car she would look over to me and say daddy I want to go to fun town well I could always evade the question when we were going by in the automobile because we were passing by and I could jump to another subject I didn't want to have to tell my little daughter that she couldn't go to fun town because of the color of her skin then the other day we were at home, like 
most children, she likes to look at television, and she was looking at television, and they were advertising Fun Town, and she ran downstairs and said, Daddy, you know I've been telling you I want to go to Fun Town, and, and they were just talking about Fun Town on the television, and I want you to take me to Fun Town. No, I stood there speechless. How could I explain to a little six-year-old girl that she couldn't go to Fun Town because she was colored? I've been speaking across the country talking about segregation and discrimination, and I thought I could answer most of the questions that came up, but I was speechless for the moment. I didn't know how to explain it. Then I said to myself, I've got to face this problem once and for all. I took a call over. My wife was sitting on the other side of the table, and I took my little daughter and told her to have a seat on my knees. She jumped up in my lap, and I looked at her and I said, Yolanda, we have a problem. Said, you know, some people don't do the right things, and they are misguided. So they have developed a system where white people go certain places and colored people go certain places. And I said they have fun town like that so that they don't allow colored children to go to fun town. Then I looked at it at that point because I didn't want her to develop a sense of bitterness. I didn't want her to grow up with a sense of hatred and bitterness in her heart. And so I had to rush on and say, but now all white people out like this. There are some white people right here in Atlanta who would like for you to go to Fun Town. And there are some all over the country who are right on this issue. Still there are those who have been misguided. Then I looked down into her eyes. I said to her at that point, and I saw tears flowing from my eyes at that point, I said, Yoki, even though you can't go to fun time, I want you to know that you are as good as anybody who goes into fun time. I want you to know, Yoki, that some of us working hard every day to get Fun Town open and to get many other places open. And I say to you that in the not too distant future, Fun Town and every other town will be open to all of God's children because we're going to work for it. Racism still exists, and we still see it in almost every part of our society. Things haven't quite changed, and we still hear about people being treated unequally because of race and so many other parts of our identities. I think if Dr. King was alive today, he would be disappointed at what our society is still dealing with, but he would still fight, and we should too. Ooh Child by The Five Stair Steps is a song that carries a message of hope to younger generations, much like Dr. Dr. King's Funtown. Here's Ooh Child by The Five Stair Steps, followed by Chicano Batman with This Land Is Your Land. Ooh 
child, things are gonna get easier. Ooh, child, things will get brighter. Welcome back to Generation Justice. In the spirit of resistance, our next song is Power to the People by John Lennon, followed by The Revolution Will Not Be Televised by Gil Scott Heron. We've come to the end of another hour of resistance. We would like to thank our guest, Carlos Concheras, for inviting our community to the 2018 Progressive Action Summit. Next Saturday, January 20th, at the Albuquerque Convention Center. Again, for more information, you can visit resist012018.com. Thank you to Kamaria Umi for engineering our program this evening. Production came from Kateri Zuni and Roberta Rayo. And thank you to all of our youth producers. We could not do what we do without you. Generation Justice would like to thank KUNM for bringing the voices of young people to you, KUNM listeners. Stay connected with us. Check out our website, generationjustice.org, where you can listen to our past radio programs, see music playlists, read our blogs, watch videos, and so much more. Our podcasts are available on iTunes, so be sure to subscribe and rate us. We're also active on social media, so make sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from the McCune Foundation, Con Alma Foundation, the Con Alma Health Foundation, the Albuquerque Community Foundation, and of course, all of you who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate. We try to select the best music each week. Coming up next is Be Free by Jayco, followed by One Man Can Change the World by Big Sean featuring Kanye West and John Legend. Then We the People by A Tribe Called Quest and One Day by Lucas Sandoval featuring Justin Lozano. I'm Sammy Assad. And I'm Andrew Rivera. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Good night to the generation of change.
Then what are you? 